Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 25th of June. US President Biden has agreed a bipartisan fiscal package with members of Congress. The headline is that this is a $1 trillion deal, although that includes existing programs. But $1 trillion is a nice, impressive number. This absolutely does not mean that there is a $1 trillion stimulus. Part of the package is funded by spending money from previous fiscal initiatives that has not yet been spent. If markets have assumed previous packages were all spent, then this doesn't represent an increase in spending relative to market expectations. And the only way it could be considered a stimulus is if you believe spending on infrastructure is more productive than the spending outlined in earlier packages. That seems very unlikely. The remainder of the package is funded by a more rigorous tax collection programme. That could be seen as a stimulus, as more rigorous tax collection may not come up with additional funding. There are also sales of oil in the financing. Effectively, in macroeconomic terms, this is a package that should be seen as being mainly redistributive rather than stimulative. There is also a question about whether this will pass Congress, as the House may try and attach additional conditions. Fiscal policy is unlikely to lead the economic bounce back. Indeed, the fiscal impulse to growth is already fading. Instead, it is the consumer that is driving growth, which is why the pace of reopening the economy is so critically important. The US consumer is on display today with personal income and personal spending numbers. The income numbers are not seen as being especially strong. It's worth noting that people in employment have been seeing the pace of wage increases slowing in recent months. However, accumulated savings should support the spending numbers to some extent. Market attention is likely to focus on the personal consumer expenditure deflator, which is, at least by repute, the favoured inflation measure of the US Federal Reserve. This is May data, and so it's likely to represent peak inflation for the United States. Japan has no inflation, but also no deflation at the moment. The Japanese Tokyo consumer price inflation measure came in at 0% on the year. Japanese consumer price inflation is likely to fall later this year when the index is recalculated and gives a higher weight to mobile phone services, which will lower the overall price index. There may be some upside from the Tokyo Olympic Games, although the impact of Olympic Games in economic terms is generally much exaggerated, normally because politicians don't want to, the true cost to be known to their electorates. The EU leaders' summit demonstrated some rather deep divisions in the bloc, with Hungary's government being told to end its persecution of the LGBTQ community or start proceedings to leave the EU. Hungary has said it doesn't wish to leave the EU and it does not appear to be making any moves to change anti-LGBTQ legislation. There is probably not a great deal of market-moving news in all of this, but both the actions of Hungary's government and the response of the European Union might have a bearing on longer-term growth trends. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.